Hey, girlfriends. Hello, sister. Hey, girlfriend. So great to be with you again, finally, for the first time um, in this new year that we are in. Yes. Um, Happy 2021. Happy 2021. We we have made it. By the grace of God. Um, By the grace of God. It's the only way we could have made it. Um, So speaking of 2021, I wanted to just give a quick word to the girls. Um, Here's the thing. This is the same bullshit we was dealing with last year. So you guys, I know we get into this like this mode of like, oh my God, it's a new year, you know, new new path, new start, everybody on a Daniel fast or whatever fast they doing, child, everybody, you know, in the gym or trying to work out all this other stuff. But I'm here to let you know, if you are feeling disappointed in yourself because you may be you may be set one of those goals and it's not been going right it's okay it's okay we are living in unprecedented times i wish we could live in precedented times again um but also i had to take a look back on my life and realize that we have always we have been living in unprecedented times um so i think just being gentle with yourself um and this is i'm talking to me too y'all because i'd be guilty well actually i ain't set no goal i set goals but i ain't set no goals like that this year because i knew january is gonna be up with some bullshit and january is my birthday month and y'all not gonna tell me i can't have a cake or something like that child because i'm trying to follow somebody fat we'll get to that in february um (laughs) but it's okay like just relax take care of yourself the best way that you know how um because like I said, this is some bullshit. There are literally talks of a civil war popping off right now. That's unheard of. Go to the store, buy an adequate amount of, you know, your things. Please don't leave the shelves bare and just hunker down and get ready for Uncle Joe to shut us down. Okay? But don't stress. It's okay. Do your best. That's all you can do. Yeah. Well, honey, that's all I got to say. <laughs> well, hey, girlfriend. Hey, girlfriend. And happy new year to all of our loyal listeners and new listeners out there. Yeah. We appreciate you for tuning in once again to another episode of Girlfriends Podcast. I'm Sammy. Um, as always, we're going to start with WCWs this week, which I didn't quite think of prior to getting on today, but I do believe i have one and i have one so my wcw this week is the talented the great the immaculate um the future legendary jasmine sullivan um you know i'm so glad someone i saw on twitter where somebody was like i haven't seen a jasmine sullivan is so underrated tweet in a couple of weeks and i'm like yeah because the girls know now they see now y'all was late but welcome Welcome, but welcome, welcome, welcome. Okay, because this she is a treasure, and we have to revere her as such. Because 10, 15, 20 years down the line, Jasmine Sullivan is gonna be like our Anita Baker for certain. 
For certain. And I, I that was the person that I was thinking of, but also just in line with your WCW, I feel like I want to make Ari Lennox my WCW because she also, yeah, she also is like one of those voices for our generation. And she showed her ass on Jasmine's tape as well, which we'll get into in, um, in a moment. And she's just a very like likable relatable person I was having a conversation about Ari Lennox and just like her tale from Jasmine Sullivan's tape um hotels and about just you know why she's just so real and just so candid and it's very easy to like her and also their their pairing on that song on it was just like she's up there with with the girls um so I guess I just want to, you know, also say that our two WCWs this week will definitely be powerhouse vocalists like Jasmine Sullivan and Ari Lennox following in her footsteps. And I mean, just to talk more about Jasmine Sullivan being such a light, um, I shared with y'all earlier or last week a video clip of Jasmine Sullivan at the tender age of 11 years old where she's clearly in like the whiz of sorts. Um, And her voice has just always been that. And she's always, she's been consistently doing what she's doing for years from songwriting to singing, to lending her pen, you know, to multiple artists that are your faves um, that you probably don't even know, you know, all the things that she's been involved with. So definitely shout out to both of them. And I can't wait to hear more from, from them too. But I am grateful for what we've gotten thus far. Like, oh, I'm not so even, grateful because yeah, so grateful. my weekly uh, Jasmine Sullivan retrospectives be going back. Like, and that's the thing when you can go back to the first album, play that all the way through, go to the second album, play that all the way through, go to the third album, play that all the way through. Like, the girls are not giving that. They're not. They're not giving that, but we'll get more into that. Into the, well, we could just segue, child, into the yeah. witch on because this is what the hell I've been listening to since Friday nonstop. Yes, absolutely. Non-stop. Uh, you know, we have a shared favorite on the project in price tags. Oh, Future baby. Anderson Pot. But I just recently listened back to the verse again uh, from Anderson Pot, and I realized that was a, quite a strange verse. Oh, it was very um, strange. He was telling a lot of his business on that verse. You did say that, but I didn't realize like what he was really alluding to. And um, I saw some like think piece on Twitter where they were talking yeah. about it. And I was like, oh, that's what he's talking about. Uh, which is like, I don't remember the lyrics, but he says, hold on, let me pull him up. That's Samuel L. Jackson line. No, that's not even what I'm talking about. What, what does he say? basically that part of the verse is like i guess he got the girl pregnant or thought he got the girl pregnant was told he got the girl pregnant and the baby he said the baby came out black is samuel jackson in pulp fiction but his granddaddy indian and you messing with his lineage something like that um yeah that was strange yeah that was strange that was just strange yeah. But other than that, it was a great song. Um, I mean, it is a great song. And Anderson Park is still a you know very talented artist. So I was happy to hear him on that. Yeah, content aside, the nigga floated. I'm like, I'm not gonna sit up here and deny that. Like, yeah, he fucking floated. I definitely was like, 
Oh, okay, I see what y'all talking about. But the song's so damn good. Oh, oh yeah, I'm light skinned and whoa, my daddy Indian, my granddaddy yeah. Indian. You fuck with my lineage and dividends. Come on. Okay. Um, like but said, other than that, I told you, <laughs> I told you my other favorite was um on it with Ari Lennox. I like all I like all of the songs, but like on it and price tags are like this neck and neck for me because I just literally can play those like non-stop back to back all day every day yeah I could play price tags like I'm I'm sure that you know at the end of this year when Apple gives us our 2021 price tags will be at the top of the list I can play <laughs> that about 15 times a day and never get tired of it um you know I'm, I've almost gotten the runs down to a T oh lord which, like <laughs> You do be catching on to some uh, Jasmine runs now. Thank you. you Thank you. you. Do Don't do. play with me. Don't play with me. I be Don't play with her. Don't play she with me. not one of them. I am not. I am not, bro. I am not because I went to church and I was in the choir. Not the choir. choir. I was the in the choir. choir. Okay. Okay. You talking about this alto soprano and tenor right here. All of them. All of them. I could do every part by every myself. Part. Yeah, absolutely. Don't play with me. Yeah. I got the range. Anyway, um, yes, that I love I love price tags. Um, but my favorite, I love put it down, even though I can't relate because I ain't been dicked down in that manner what I where I feel compelled to unfortunately like that. I, I I hate it for me because I'm like, damn, I want to experience some dick that make me make foolish decisions. Okay. But um Still, you know, that's that's not my journey. Um, but still I love the song. My favorite part when she comes in, in the middle, like it's really the sneak vocals at the top of put it down and price tags. And you really gotta listen, you really gotta put your listening ear on. But yeah, Jasmine sure. comes in like, it's a way to reach me. like snap. <laughs> Snap. 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 It's the little things. Um, it's the little things. Lost one. I mean, all of the tales too in between the song, the hotels in between the songs, I really enjoyed because they're all relatable. It's like, you know, one is talking about when you're the one who actually cheats on your lover despite being cheated on several times before. Or um, Ari's tale, where she's talking about, y'all wouldn't even believe, you know, if I decided to fuck with who this person is that you, you know, I, that should I not still want to know. I still want to know who. <laughs> What's your prediction? It? Tell, tell my, us what your prediction was. My prediction was future, because simply because she said, if y'all googled who this was, y'all would be like, "Bitch, are you fucking serious?" The only person that would make me be like, "Bitch, are you fucking serious?" is future. See, and my prediction on the other side of that was Drake, because I feel like Drake and Ari Lennox would be in the same vicinity or in the same space more than her and, and um, Future might have been. You know what I'm saying? Like all three of them could be in the same space, but why would all three of them be in the same space? Drake. True, true. And, but I don't think I would be like, what the fuck with Drake? You know what I'm saying? Because let's be real. Drake is, you know, he's a Scorpio. He's a water sign, very, I'm getting my woo-woo bitch shit. He, you know, very like, I feel like Drake is the type of nigga that's like classic, gonna like set up a, a candlelight dinner with, you know, his butler is gonna bring all the wine and it's gonna be a four course meal. It's gonna be rose petals everywhere and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like Drake is a very romantical ass nigga. And you know- Romantical ass niggas. And 
that is not gonna make me be like girl with because you know i'm a romantic ass bitch and i'll be like well sis i get it like you know if you got wine to dine to dick down afterward and it was dick like that you know like and also i just don't i don't know drake and i don't know i don't know drake to say this but like he doesn't give me like consistent disrespect like consistent verbal disrespect i feel like drake is very like passive aggressive drake is drake might not cuss you out in real life but he gonna cuss you out on the song but i could be wrong he's also a nigga right it's like i don't put nothing past any of them niggas not one not now one of them not now okay but I, I could really I really wanted to give you a revelation on something I discovered, but I knew it was going to come later on. And maybe we'll make that a hot topic. Mm. But we got to stop putting so much belief in these Negroes. OK, very true. we got to stop putting so much belief in, uh, in, in these Negroes. But we'll come back to that. We'll come okay. back to that. Okay. Um, so I, um, I, I don't know. I don't know who Aria Linux is talking about, but maybe you guys should chime in and let us know. Right. Um, in what our are DMs, what are your predictions for uh, who she's talking about on her hotel? Yes. Also, um, back to hotels. Bodies. I love oh. bodies. I I it's the I whole thing for me. Enjoy the entire thing. Yeah. yeah. It's like Lost One even was a, a leading track on on the project, and that one to me is like it's like when you're single that has been out for a while can still stand true alongside okay. all the rest it's kind of like amen yeah. amen yeah i do wish she would have like snuck the live version of pick up your feelings on there just you know like a bonus like the two live versions maybe they'll do a feelings. bonus maybe they'll do a bonus of deluxe you know what i'm saying the artists are, are really getting into the deluxe these days they are they are but you know what the fact that this is an ep the fact that this is not even an, an album I cannot wait. Which is crazy. I but, you know, wait. she's going to give you, she is a classic, one of the classic artists. She's going to give you, she's going to give you a project, um, a project every time. She's not going to give you no throwaways. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, she, it's just going to be a value, which is like one of my words for the year. Um, she's going like to give that. you something of value. Yeah. Cause we, we got to get to things that I, I saw somebody posted this earlier um, today, which was like, you know, why? Do you creatives feel like you have to just put something out for the sake of putting something out? What happens to putting out work that you value and that you believe in? And if you're not attached to a project, then don't fucking do the project. Like it's not worth, it's not worth putting out things that you're not proud of just for the sake of putting something out. Like I even had to realize that with my own stuff with like, you know, Instagram and things like that. Like I rarely, I'm not looking to just post just to post because I mean, Instagram is not that deep. Let me start by saying that. But I'm just saying, like, in terms of my creativity, just because I have to do this or I need money, like, I'm not going to just do a project just because, you know what I'm saying? It has to make sense for whatever that is. And Jasmine Sullivan is one of those talented artists that believes in that and really stands true and holds true to her values as a as an artist and I think that's so important I wish more artists I mean it works for like the futures who are mixtape artists you know what I'm saying or Gucci yeah. like that works like as a rapper you gotta <clears throat> just put out music but for somebody like Jasmine Sullivan and for all the other R&B or girls that think that they're R&B girls you need to take a book a page out of Jasmine Sullivan's book and 
Yeah, because, I mean, Sis's EP is a better than a lot of y'all projects that y'all spend years putting out and teasing and all this other stuff. And, you know, all she did was keep her head down and do the work. And do the work. You know, yeah. So, Jasmine Sullivan, I really don't have nothing else to say as far as music is concerned because none of y'all are doing it the way she just did it. So, and I'm talking, that's rappers. R&B, fucking electronic, all the all y'all niggas. None of none of y'all are doing it the way Jasmine just did it. So, absolutely get it not. together. Um, SZA put out a new song since. Oh wait, now we can't talk back. about that. We can't talk about that because Good Days, a beautiful, beautiful perfect. record, perfect song. Um, yeah, I I honestly have been into a lot of music um recently since you know just having some time over the break and you know being able to go through some of the things I haven't so definitely follow me on Apple Music because I can't go through all of these like little um singles that I found on my chill mix but they're really great songs I mean coming from like Full Crate, Iman Amari, Claremont II, Rennie and the list goes on but I do want to touch on a hip-hop project we got to give you some rap The Hustle Continues Juicy J came out last year and there are a few um, great actual features on here from ASAP Rocky, Lil Baby 2 Chains, Wiz Khalifa, Dolph, Make the Stallions on here, and Ellie Choppa, Logic, um, J-Rock. Like, and it's only 16 project, I mean, 16 songs on the project. And I really rock with it. Of course, my older brother, Dejari, is the one who put me onto this. I always ask my, my brother, because he has such a, like, a wide range of um, music taste or his music taste is very vast I should say and um he always put me on to like new projects so I asked him like what are you listening to and he was like you heard that new Juicy J I was like Juicy J came out of the project and he was like yeah shit slap but also it's like something you want to ride to like you want to mm-hmm. be in the car and because I don't drive um but I was back home recently I was able to drive to it and really just get into the project and it's really good um he also put me on to the Masego uh, like little EP that he put out last year as well called Steady and Abroad and it's only hmm. six uh, tracks on there he got the one I've heard um, Mystery Lady with Masego and Don Tolliver which is a his like biggest song on there uh, but there's like also another one called Silver Tongue Devil with this like Caribbean Afro-Caribbean artist um, and then yeah all, all of the songs on there are great it's given Masego it's given like what he always does so yeah yeah, those are a few that I wanted. And then also our hood pick of the week that E had not told me about before. Or maybe she oh, did, but we got to go back to it. Wait, Cash Doll? Yes, Cash no. Doll, T Grizzly, Bossa Nova. I have played it every day since E and I sesh to it, period. Man, nigga, what the fuck? I look like I've been out of Oh, what the fuck? Nigga, get from around me. What she said? Like a jury. Okay. Jury, period. If you were her like a jury, she said, he said he put it in, but I ain't feel it though. Right. Wow. She said, don't come, don't come up to me unless you got some jewelry for me, some cash for me. Right. Okay. She was talking cash shit on that damn song. And I've listened to it. Like I said, every single day. I didn't listen to it today, she but said, best believe it's going to get played. Why you worry about a condom, nigga? Where's your account? Where's your what? Listen, talk about the magnum. It's loose, honey. It's loose. There's air in it. But There's guess who my bracelet it. will give a bitch a facelift? 
Period. Never trust a nigga that don't look right in gray sweats. <sighs> Cash doll is. I'm just over here like. Right. She is. <laughs> Cash doll is a treasure, and I don't give a fuck how old Cash doll is. I know y'all be talking about old Cash doll for it. I don't give a fuck because the bitch. I am still rapping. I'm still right. curious, yes, but I don't care. I don't care if she 27, 47, bitch, 37. I don't care, okay, because yes. girl is out here rapping, okay? She's not. She's and on snapped. a personal tip, she she is literally, I, I've said this before on the show, she's one of the nicest celebrities that I have ever encountered in my entire life. Truly on some auntie shit, she came in a Nike store when I worked there uh, one time and was really awesome giving kids in the neighborhood candy shit, asking us how school was going, all type of shit, but it was just the time. She sat there and chopped it up with us regular motherfuckers for like 20, 30 minutes. She could have been on about her business. I love her. I love her. I saw her perform long ago in my first ever A3C that I attended, and it was down in one of those, I want to say the basement or something like that. And um, it was super tight in there. And she was just very, just, she was just giving energy, that same energy that we see today. And I just am so grateful for just really having a, a national treasure like her. I love Detroit. it. And T. Grizzly did his thing on the track as well. Yeah, oh, Detroit. Yeah. yeah. It, it, so, it was perfect. Perfect. Please. Thank you. Please Thank listen you. to that, y'all. <laughs> what uh, you been watching? Oh, girl. No, that's what I was going to get into. So we, oh, we haven't talked in so long. Um, over the break, I just really got a chance to decompress um, and lay in my bed and watch TV, which is not something I normally do. Ever since I put this desk in my space, I'd be at the desk, another desk right now recording this, you know, like it's become like my sitting area. But I'm just like, oh, I want to get in the bed and I just want to watch TV. So Same. I turn, I turn me Netflix. every day. Right. <laughs> Um, I turned Netflix on and I have uh, gone through Shit's Creek. I finished Shit's you Creek. You finished it? Oh, yeah. I knew you did because I seen you uh, say something about something and I was like, damn it, I wish I didn't see this. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. Mm-hmm. My bad. Yeah. Um, but I figured that was happening. Listen, it's so good. It's I love so- Shit's Creek. I've been recommending it to everybody, especially all of my Me The too. Office lovers who are saddened by the fact that it's no longer available on Netflix. Shit's Creek is a great Fuck alternative. Peacock. Fuck Literally. Peacock. Literally. Because let me rant about that real quick y'all fucking tried it and i understand capitalism you know it's a thing that fuels this country that's why we in a situation we in now to be honest but anyway y'all sat up there and said okay we got we got our golden goose back from netflix let's just like literally all of peacock is just centered around how much of the office are you going to watch the free version of peacock that they keep advertising to loop to rope people in the free version only has the first two seasons of the office then you move up to the five dollar tier which means you get um what is it you get all of the seasons plus like extra, you know, behind the scenes footage, bloopers, you know, all types of stuff that we've never seen before. And then if you want to pay for the $10 package, you get all the same things in the four, but just without ads. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you something. You on Apple, you on iTunes right now and you could pay $30 for all seasons of The Office and just have it for the rest of your life. Facts. That's probably what I'm gonna have to do. And that's what I'm gonna have to do because y'all are not 
finna do this don't to me. Don't play with me. Don't play with me. I've been I'm watching not one the, of them. I'm not one of them. I've been watching the um the office on Netflix for years with no ads, all at however many damn seasons, and I've been able to do whatever I want when I want. And now y'all want to sit up here and pigeonhole one of one of the do that with like 30 rock or so but see okay because it's not as good as the office like stop playing with us right build your platform up right. everybody want to have a streaming platform this is reminding me of back in the day when everybody was you know it was the phone stuff and it was all like oh my god phone bills are so expensive now uh, or oh everybody started texting so it's okay Let's do unlimited text. And then you had one person that had unlimited text. And then everybody started doing unlimited text. And then it's just like, it's this cycle. We all sat up here, in this cycle. We all sat up here and complained about how expensive cable was getting. And then Netflix said, okay, well, we got some streaming for y'all. And then they, they, you know, just shook the whole table. Now everybody got a stream. Everybody got a fucking yeah. app. But now we got seven, eight, nine, ten apps. And y'all all want to charge $9.99, Netflix. Y'all want to charge all this damn money. And now we paying the same amount we was paying for the damn cable bill. Now y'all going to sell us some consolidated shit and call it what it is, which is fucking cable. Basically. Y'all are playing with us. Y'all are playing with us. Y'all not getting no more money out of me if i can't take my uh streaming cable password and log into your little streaming app and watch all of the things don't talk to me i don't want to hear it i don't want to hear yeah, it they, they really trying to drink and finesse folks but they um, really are but anyway it's back. like back to the back to the thing so back shit's creek for sure is that highly recommended on the girlfriend's podcast highly recommended it's very good and it's so simple you know like it's not and I watched like because Netflix also has like a 45 minute, you know, documentary about the last season, just about the show in general. And I really did enjoy it because, you know, they talked about that. They talked about how simple it was. They talked about like the fashion in the show, you know, and how like important that was. They talked about, you know, the just the whole way they went about casting and, you know, how it was really just a sleeper. I didn't know that like, well, I knew that they didn't get canceled. But like I didn't I guess I didn't realize that like them ending the show was just like a choice. It was just like, okay, we're at the end. <laughs> like yeah. and that's when people were finally getting into it. And you know, they went out on top. And I think that's the best thing you can do. Um, I think they took a pay, like Seinfeld did that. Seinfeld, you know, that damn show is about absolutely nothing at all. It could have been nothing at all, excuse me. It could have went on for years and years and years and years and years. And he was just like, Why not go out on top? Yeah, facts. It's just about life. And we were talking about the, the the critiques of, you know, Issa Rae's Insecure and just like her movement and what she's done with Awkward Black Girl to Insecure and how people, you know, overly criticize Black um, TV shows and films because they're telling the story of like average regular day life and how, you know, I don't know. It's just strange to me. But um Yes, I do enjoy that show. And I also wanted to make mention of, um, we didn't talk about Power, uh, but we did catch up. We kind of did, but we we caught up on Power. um, And that was, I'm I'm grateful I did because I really did enjoy the new take with Tariq. And it made me, I mean, he's still getting on my nerves, but it still, it made me like him a lot more than I did in the last, show or the original show um 
But I just am curious as to how the next power book is going to go with Kanan, um, with his story, Raising Kanan. I don't know that. I'm probably going to watch it just because now I'm like super back heavily yeah. uh, involved in the show. But um, or yeah, but I, I don't know how that's going to go. They did release a, the theme song for it with NLE Chopper. I mean, is it NLE Chopper? Yeah, I think so. Um, the theme song with 50 Cent and Ellie Chapa, um, and the video came along within this very 80s, 90s, like retro or whatever. It's interesting. Interesting. Yeah, honestly, y'all, I mean, once Kanan died, I, I stopped really caring. So I don't really need this this going back into Kanan's life because I truly don't care about him as a character. Um, so I'm probably treating this like I thought I was gonna treat book two because you know I was like oh I'll tune into the first episode but I'm not gonna be invested and to be honest I really wasn't um but you know then the shit got good and I was like oh okay okay um I'm more interested to see Tommy's show um which I'm happy that they pushed up initially that was going to be book five um but now it's book four and then I'm interested in seeing like the the flashbacks of you know or whatever that show is of like Ghost, Tommy, Angela like when they were in high school and stuff like oh okay I, I'm interested in seeing that even though I know it's probably gonna piss me off all over again just like the first power but right. Either way, um, this little, you know, power niggaverse that they've created uh, <laughs> is, is very interesting. Shout out to Courtney Camp. Um, you know, I was mad at you for book one. I hope you've learned from your mistakes in book two right. and, and learned to keep your mouth shut and not spoil plot points for your own show. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> it's it's great. The, write, the writing is great. The, if you can as much as p and i think this is everybody as much as we all like you said hated Tariq, could not stand Tariq. the boy was getting uh pulled up on in the streets like the nigga who played joffrey in game of thrones who quit acting because of how people were coming at him yes he joffrey quit. yes dude who played joffrey in game of thrones does not act anymore he said Whoa. This, this is a bit much. This is a lot. I mean, when you're care when you play in a show like that though, and your character really is that like you put you play it that well too, your character is really just like yeah. the epitome of scum. Like I mean, it be like that, but that yeah. is really that's sad. Like, dang, he couldn't even yeah. redeem himself in a happier show. Yeah. So, you know. I'm very, um, to, I'm like, when if you could take somebody who was hated like that into like the nigga, they were like, oh shit, I'm impressed. Yeah. Okay, Tariq, you're the only one that's making really, sense on here. I, I like the duality that showed how smart he was in the classroom and, you know, mm-hmm. how also how smart he was in the streets. Like, just to know, like, you know, Ghost really produced, though their relationship was so strange, like, he really produced such a great, like, human being for real and when you think about you know or just an intelligent human being like he really is very educated and like his responses in the classroom and then the fact that his professor was even still in his work which i'm so glad he's gone um yes pow 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 get him out of here he He was super annoying and you could get rid of the advisor as well she's annoying and she do too much like you're too involved you're unnecessary. Child. She, I think she's gonna get figured out next season, child. She gonna absolutely. She gonna get figured and out. Zeke as the memes from Zeke, my favorite. I told my you 
I told you not to hang around with my auntie now. My auntie. <laughs> Shut your doof. You a doofus. You, he he plays auntie. that so well, though. He plays it so well. You know at least five of them type of niggas. Auntie, I, th- I think I'm going to have to tell him the truth. Nigga, what? <laughs> when he said that, I said... Monet might as well just kill you right now. Might as well just kill you right now, but she can't. She can't. can't. Because, you know, he they way out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I told you not to hang out with my auntie Monet. Monet. Sorry to lie to you, Martin. Martin. (laughs) Sorry a lot. He is the adult version (laughs) of that child. Sorry, I lied to you, Martin. I told you, I told you not to mess with my aunt, my auntie and them. <laughs> dumb ass up, and then this white boy up here. Talking, I think I'm really good at this, Tariq. I, oh, he's I think, too. I love him though. He's so funny. rich. He's great, but you're rich. You don't have to do this. You don't have to. It don't matter. It don't matter. It's exciting for him. He's excited by by doing it on his own, getting it out the mud. People love that. That brings me to a point of something I always see is like, why is it that we are so fascinated with struggle? Like, if you ain't had to struggle, why, why do you want to go? I see so many times these like even rappers who be from the suburbs and stuff like that, or just kids who are suburban ass kids get themselves in trouble just because they want to look or appear like they got it out the mud like that's that shit is not fun to struggle if I had it which apparently a part of my family did have it and I just didn't know you know shade right I was gonna be like that cloud that was that was a large cloud that just well wow um yeah like but if I knew that I had it Okay, best believe I would be tapping in the pot. Okay, Period. putting my hands in the pot because I, that struggle shit is not fun. It's hey, not enticing. It's not you know it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me. Then you end up with a uh, a lifetime sentence because you're doing some stupid shit you don't even know nothing about. And that's what that little boy on Power essentially is getting himself into. And Tariq is like, listen, you really ain't got it. We trying to just keep it simple. You trying to dabble in the white stuff, and we should we got our own lane over here. But arguably, you could say the same thing about Tariq. And for sure. About this. For sure. I mean, outside of just being horrible parents in general, on paper, Ghost and Tasha did what they needed to do. Everything that they were supposed to do for their kid to not end up as a drug dealer. Like, they did everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they and did. You, and, and you see how it pays off. You you have Tariq, who is, you know, fucking speaking Italian and, you know, like, just in these, you know, big old hard-ass classes and shit. Like, you see that. Um, but this nigga, because he was being a brat, decided to to get in a life that he really has no business being in. And that's why yeah, Tasha I had mean, to say, like, I guess I just have to accept that this is the man you are now. You are, right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, and I, I feel like in the neck in this part of the story, like like though in the last one he chose that in this part of the story he kind of had he felt like he had to figure another way out to help his mom. So in that way, that's why I feel like you know, it's a little bit different the circumstances in comparison to his best friend in the show. Um, but I don't know. I think it's cool, like how they gave him a Tommy, essentially. Yeah, yeah, it's, they it's gave cute. Him and it's a different. It's a different. Even the way that they was pulling a finesse, that whole study guide thing. Like I'm like, wow, y'all thought this through, mm-hmm. okay? Like, like this, y'all gonna have some kids out here getting in trouble. Oh hell yeah! Because you can't <laughs> tell me. 
you know, some, some, uh, I don't know, computer science major. Exactly. It's not thinking of a way to do this once they're allowed back on campus. He's like, oh, in real life. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But, um, yeah, yeah, power's great. To finish off, I want to talk about, you know, something lighter, something lovely, as you would say. Bridgerton. Bridgerton. Yes. I knew it. Um, I, Bridgerton is like, I guess that girl is like that show to watch right now on Netflix. Y'all know me. I'm a sap. I love romance. So, you know, I've already watched it twice. Um, oh, shit. How many episodes is it? I'm, I just was going to start it today. Eight episodes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but you know, they're about an hour long. I would say I, I see a lot of people on the timeline just being like, I'm on the first episode of Brid- Bridgerton and I'm not getting it. Like, when does it get good? And I'm like, baby, you're on the first episode. Give it a chance. Okay. Yeah. Like, come on. Um, but it's a series of like romance novels. Apparently, they're, Netflix has planned out eight seasons of this because there are eight books, uh, Bridgerton books uh, for all of the eight Bridgerton children. Um, and so, in this first season, we meet Daphne, who is the oldest girl, and we go on her whole, uh, you know, journey of um, being courted, finding love, getting married, you know, in 18th century uh, England. Um, but I, what I do love about the show is just the diversity behind it. You see black people, Asian froze. you know, every bro, the wigs, the wigs, the, wigs. And the froze and the locks. Like you just see black people, um, everywhere in high society alone. Like it's just very, very evenly keel, you know, like that there's a little bit of somebody everywhere. And I really did appreciate that because I mean, at the end of the day, this is this is some fantasy, fantasy shit. It's fantasy based on real life. Um, but like we can, you know, we got to the point where people couldn't even fathom that you could fantasize a black about a black person being in a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that just doesn't make sense. If you could have, you know, I don't know, whole ice niggas in Game of Thrones, you could have a black person in Winterfell. <laughs> like, right, right. right. It, it's not real. Um, so I really enjoy um, that aspect of it. Do not watch it with your mamas and daddies because it's a lot of sticks. A lot of sticks going on. It's a lot of sticks going on. If you a little <laughs> hot, because you know, you ain't had none because of quarantine. Yeah. They be showing stuff. I mean, they be thrusting. <laughs> <laughs> he be thrusting. They be thrusting. Um, the Duke of Hastings, uh, which the main character, his name is Reggae Jean Page. Um, mm-hmm. that's the young man who plays him. He is fine. He is fine. It's all. Whew. You gotta have a fine man in the show. You gotta have a fine man, and that's really what makes it just so easy to watch because you just be looking at him like. <sighs> I hate that you with this white woman, but <sighs> it's still great to look at. It's still great to look at. Um, and it's a great show. And you know, there are some um there's a scene uh that is like highly controversial in the books. Um, and they, you know, it's now highly controversial in the show. And I didn't know about it because again, I was not familiar with these books. Like I just knew I was gonna watch it because I love Shining Rhymes. Um, and you know this is the first of her many projects on Netflix. Um, But when you see it, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, For people being like, why could, why did they still have to keep it in the show? Um, I think there's, you can't really avoid it. It's such a major plot point that you can't avoid not putting it in the show. 
Um, and I mean, it's, it could be triggering to a lot of people, but I think if art truly depicts life in some form or fashion, um, then people are trash and that's going to be depicted sometimes. So, you know, like the level to which it is depicted can be argued. Absolutely. Um, Like this is not a a game of Thrones. Like when, when game of Thrones, when I basically it's an, it's an assault situation. Um, But in game of Thrones, when we had to like sit up there and like watch. Assault after assault. That was assault after assault, but like especially like Sansa's assault, like with uh, what's that? What's that bitch's name? What's the fuck is his name? The the terrible one, who did that to Theon? Oh. Who did that to Theon? Who cut you Theon's know. dick off? Uh, what's his name? I'm gonna look it up real quick. You know, y'all know who I'm talking about. But when we had to watch it, I was I like, I do Yo, know you're talking about. This is too fucking much. I don't need like you know what I'm saying. This is. I don't know. And it's it's Ramsey. Bolton. Um, like that was like that was a lot. I mean, all of the shit in Game yeah. of Thrones was a fucking a lot. Was a lot. Um yeah. but this is like such a, a a lighter story with like some fucked up shit in it that you can stomach it. Now, when I watched it the second time, I definitely just kind of skipped over this scene. I was like, okay. All right. <laughs> right. All right. Um, but yeah, I loved Bridgerton. Can't wait for the next season. Um, it's, it's, it's giving Gossip Girl and, you know, Pride and Prejudice, Prejudice and all that. And just please watch out for the Queen's wigs because they're going to give you life. I'm excited. I'm excited to start it. Awesome. Well, um, that's all I've been watching, I think. I, there is something else that I watched that I don't know if we talked about. Oh, um, Safety on Disney Plus. Have you seen that? It's about actually, it's about an athlete who actually went to Mays High School. What? And then eventually Clemson. Mm-hmm. He went to, he, he's from Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, basically, the whole plot of the movie is about him uh, going off to Clemson to play on a football scholarship and then having to take care of his little brother um, because his mom is an addict, uh, um. essentially. So, yeah. So and it was a bunch of controversy because it's a real life story. It was a bunch of controversy on campus or whoever the in in a what is it? In, the in Sports NCAA. Association for and NCAA um, for college. Yeah. He had to go up on the board and like, you know, fight for his right to actually take care of his um, brother as well as, you know, accepting help from the community because people were helping him and, you know, it's against policy right. and those rules from the NCAA yeah, to mm. uh, accept anything from coaches and wives and families and stuff like that. So that was essentially the whole movie, but it was such a good movie. And Jamie Foxx's daughter is like the love interest in the movie. Um, she played, she played the love interest well. Um, so it was good to see her in that role. Um, and the little boy who plays his brother was really good. And I just love the fact that he was from, he's from Atlanta. And like, you know, you get to see like he had the M, he had the M when he first moved in on the wall and stuff like that. And just, you know, to, to see that it was dope. Wow, Let's go. Let's go. Oh, 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 oh. All we want to do. All we want to do.
gonna do? We're so lagged. We're so behind each other. I know. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's playing this um, song for you. Yeah. Um, but yes. Wow, that's great. <laughs> that's great. I'm gonna have to watch that. I be trying to dabble in the Disney Plus child because I can get my money's worth. Um, but yeah, I need to go over there and watch that. Child sips. Um, as we said, this is the season finale of America. Um, these white people have lost their everlasting minds, and those the ones that didn't lose their minds are sitting, you know, at home ashamed. And I just want y'all to know that y'all are ghetto. This is very ghetto. This is very ghetto behavior, and y'all need to talk to your cousins. Talk to them talk to your cousins because they're losing their minds and you know i'm happy that the man is knocking up on these hooks doors and grabbing them out their houses and grabbing them off of planes and all type of shit because i don't know like, why you did thought- y'all really think that you were going to be able to fly you really think that you were going to be able to fly and then the fact that they weren't getting like like how do y'all have them on a federal list and y'all have their names like but they're not arrested yet i didn't understand that they were just sitting in the airport you know what i'm saying yeah like okay well apparently because somebody was like how did this person it was like one guy who got pulled off the plane at the gate because he was on the no-fly list and somebody was like well how did he even make it all that way and apparently somebody was saying that like this process is so like it's so fresh and ongoing and they're like gathering all this information so quickly that it is very possible that when you walked into that airport your name wasn't on the no-fly list but then some shit came through and by the time you got to that gate you was on it and they pulled your ass off like that's how quickly they're moving with this shit um and that's i'm grateful to see because you know but I, i am annoyed I am annoyed by the one guy that they arrested who has some sort of organic, he can only eat organic and allegedly they're actually complying yes, to that diet. They're complying with that, which is bullshit because you know how many That's Muslims, so messed up. You know how many Muslims are, are in prison? Feeding, and y'all are feeding them bullshit. But y'all are feeding them bullshit every day. And these people who also don't have families that can, you know, provide money for them on their books so that they can have other alternatives of things to eat because y'all feed them like crap you know what i'm saying like for anybody that has a relative or someone that you're close to in prison you know that that food is disgusting like and the conditions are disgusting and and all this stuff and y'all want to put people on solitary confinement for having a jailhouse fashion show on tiktok like you're gonna put them in solitary confinement for 90 days i thought it was nine months oh was it nine months i it might have been nine months okay i just remember nine but sheesh exactly you know that's my point it's like you can't give you know the powers that be too much because at the end of the day you had an opportunity to arrest every last one of these motherfuckers on that day and you did not y'all they were helped down the stairs y'all was helping them get the tear gas out their eyes all types of other bullshit and we all know every last one of us on this earth knows that if they were black if they were muslim if they were hispanic if they were any little bit of color that it would not have been the same Mm -hmm. story we would have been dead on them fucking set we wouldn't have even made it to the steps okay we wouldn't have even made it that far so um i'm glad that like repercussions are happening um but also this is too little too late you know what i'm saying all these republicans that want to come out and denounce trump all these companies want to come out and denounce trump twitter we've been asking trump has been uh violating your terms of use for years and y'all just want to delete him now 
No. Oh, oh, cause shit got bad and, and five people died. Them people died on their own volition. Right. Okay. Sis was told to 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 stand back, and she did not, and she got popped. Yeah, man, like I that I just it's it's just it's play stupid games, win stupid prizes, baby. <laughs> It's it's um that day was so stressful. It was. It's still it was, stressful. We're yeah. still in it. Yeah, you know but, what I'm but that day, but that day in particular was really stressful as a person of color, a black person to watch because it's like, damn, I I go back to those moments, you know, after George George Floyd died and the the world just spun on its head. And you know, going out to the protest myself and like being on the ground, you know, fighting for something and seeing the police with their, you know, armor coming out every night in the city, in these major cities like Los Angeles, New York and Atlanta, Portland, um, Portland, you know, and just seeing like this, this armor, the armory that they had on and just like the way that they, you know, put up their shields and the way that they pepper sprayed people and the way that they, or maced people and the way that they pulled their guns out on, on black people just for fighting for, for just literally peacefully protesting. And so then you see on the other end, um, you know, just how real uh, the racial lines are like in how you, we witnessed police officers allow them into a mm-hmm. build like into a federal building that shit was mind blowing to me and it's like though it's it's not like we didn't know these things but to really see it in that way after all that we had gone through all of 2020 to see that the year started off this way in 2021 and these people are so angry that you know their president lost you know the election like it you didn't come out and vote it wasn't enough y'all and a lot of us came to our senses and decided that this is not no this can be no longer right and the fact that because you didn't have it your way you go out of your way to terrorize the people and who are literally recounting for no reason like, well that you know that saying? and that's not a recount for no reason that is literally just protocol that oh, okay. what, what they were doing I thought that's on the one that they i thought that he no. asked for that oh, okay no once it makes it there this it's literally just standard like okay we're confirming you know because like once the state's confirmed that's when it goes to congress and they're like all right it's official like it's official official even though it's beneficial it's just a formality you know what i'm saying this happens all the time and it never gets this type of attention hell it didn't get that type of attention when trump was elected and that's the thing like i don't think people understood how truly distraught so many of us were when trump was elected and yet still did not carry on in this manner because we knew there was literally there was no there was no facts there was no basis to stand on and that's what makes this even more frustrating because black people you know we were out here protesting for our lives for the right to live this you know and have the same rights and and you know just decency afforded to us that is afforded to white people to, we, we were out here protesting to not be killed in the street, you know, to not be killed in our homes, you know, for our children not to be killed and so on and so forth. And yet those are those are real issues. Those are real things. Those are facts behind those things. This was not based in facts. This had y'all were protesting for no reason there. You have no. And just to even hear them talking about. 
just and i don't even here. want to call it protesting y'all were inciting violence y'all were doing terrorism terrorism type shit. Yeah, y'all were being terrorists for no fucking reason because the fact that old ass man did not get what he wanted his ego is bruised the fact that i saw a video where this one white guy was talking about um or this one pro uh trump supporter was talking about um look at them they're treating me like i'm a black person i i just saw that video today and i was just like yeah what yeah you know I, it's just like these people exist and it's it's scary like when you talk about like the fact that a civil war would it, it, you know a p- potential civil war uh is due soon it's just like it's not it's something we talked about last year and the year before that too it's not like something completely abstract but it's just like wow we're still at a like why do y'all still exist like there what why at this point, you you see us, you know what I'm saying? You see us, like we're here, we're, we're in the White House. We're, it's, it's no avoiding here. it. We've been here, like get over it, get over it. No one's bothering you. At the end of the day, black people just literally want to be able to exist and carry on the way that white people have been carrying on for centuries. Mm-hmm. And, and, and minding our business at that. But see, you know why this is still a thing? Because it was never corrected the first time it happened. Right. When the the South lost the Civil War, there were no punishments. There was no there was no repercussions for however many states coming together and trying to succeed from the Union. That the Civil War is an example of insurrection. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. right, And and they were not chastised for it. You know what I'm saying? what and that's why we are where we are now and that's why you know these people look at the confederate flag as like a historical thing when it really why would you want to carry a flag of people who lost they lost there's no pride in that you know what i'm saying like well i mean and and we go we go back to this all the time but like the pride the reason why you know they find pride in that is because they have no culture so it's like their culture is that and so when your history is that you really have nothing to stand on that's why you see either white people who side um with the confederacy or the confederate flag and then you see people siding or wanting to be involved with our culture because they have no culture but the thing is that black people had to build a culture based on things that were stripped away from us so we had to reshape and build our own culture and because we're that phenomenal we're capable of doing that in all facets in entertainment and style and and uh, literally everything everything food you know what i'm saying like and it's just it's just sad because i mean it's just it's not just black people that have a culture though it's like literally all other people but white people yeah y'all the white people's culture is raping is pillaging is you know taking and stealing from others that that is your culture that is so much and it's like well you can always forge a new path you can always decide that your culture won't be that y'all can but forging a new path requires acknowledgement that the old path wasn't good what didn't work and Mm -hmm. and that's what people don't want to do and Mm -hmm. that's what and that's what these republicans are being forced to do now even though forced to publicly do now because they've known donald trump wasn't shit since the beginning since the fucking beginning but see that's what power will do to a man and that's why we are just so weak as human beings that's what power will do you you sat up here and and i was telling i think i was talking to morgan about this over the phone this week and i was saying i remember a time before trump where you know when we were still in the obama years which just really seemed like fucking bliss 
when you look back at ages ago but there was a time when the republican party was trying to diversify they saw that okay we obama got reelected. people are really running with this hope shit okay our party does not reflect the democratic i mean the demographic makeup of this country the democratic party does Mm -hmm. the problem though is that the democratic party is a more diverse party but we don't get out and vote as much as the Republicans do. Mm-hmm. Or at least that's that was the case then. But there was a time when they were trying to diversify. When we were at Howard and Rand Paul was coming, bringing his bitch ass up to Howard, trying to recruit black Republicans. That's the path that they were on. And then Trump came around and Trump was smart enough to say, you know what, I can't, I, I'm not going to be able to connect with the Republicans that have like a little sense. I need to connect to these, to, I need to stoke fear. I need to to hone in on the deepest, whitest little fears and bring that up to the surface. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what the fuck he did. And then they were all outraged. They were all just up in arms and we can't allow Trump and we can't do this. Every last one of them was saying, Mitch McConnell was saying it, Lindsey Graham was saying it, all these prominent white Republicans were saying this shit or whatever. And then once he won and they realized just how much of their base had tapped into their crazy, they were like, oh, let me tap into my crazy too because now we're in a position where we've got all the pieces that we need to do all of the stuff that we've been trying to do. do, So we can get our tax reform stuff passed. We can stack the courts with judges. We can get all of these Supreme Court picks and change the entire American, you know, landscape of the judicial Judicial system system. for an entire generation. Like we can do all of this shit and and we'll just, you know, let all of this stuff slide. And now in turn, you've got a shit show on your face hands and you've got your own people running up on y'all these people are up here talking about hang mike pence this is y'all's fault yeah it's like it's america the reality show and we're just we're just viewers at this point because i'm like i ain't involved in no way i mean i so i'm i don't want no parts I don't want no parts. I did my part to vote. Got Osaf on, on a brighter note. Got Osaf and Warnock and in, in off elected. Yes. What I say? Osaf. Osaf. What Osof. is it? Osaf. Osaf. That's how John Lewis. I be here. Osaf. It's John Osaf. I, I be hearing people say. Uh, um, They're wrong. Osaf. They're wrong. Neither here nor there. You know who I'm talking about. Osaf and Warnock. <laughs> that got in office. I mean, got elected as Senate. Wait. representatives for for georgia about that so there's a show on um showtime it's called the circus where mm-hmm. it's like literally covering week to week this circus that we're in right now mm-hmm. it's the last week's episode i was watching with my mom which is all about or this week's episode was all about last week um and they were talking about of course the senate race in georgia and they were saying that the Republicans really bit themselves in the ass because they were like discrediting the election while also trying to get people to go and vote. And people were people, there were literally people in Georgia. And I mean, I don't know this. I didn't know this because I'm not a Republican. I don't play them games. Um, people were literally down here telling Republicans not to vote and they weren't voting people were telling them to go to dc these these people literally went to dc instead of going to vote they're idiots idiots 
fucking yeah that's how much they don't they're so easily influenced that's how we know that donald trump's first election was indeed influenced by facebook marketing and all all the things that you know came up in the court like if fox news and i mean i mean media in general but like that that's why all these issues arose because they're so easily influenced by things that they see or things that people are telling them so i mean it is what it is i'm like i said i'm grateful i was able to get out and vote Yes, me too. And that, you know, our voices were heard and that Georgia went really crazy, really hard to make sure that people did step up. You know, they did a, the remix to Throw Baby. They had him perform Bo Baby. Bo Baby. I'm trying to fuck all on them. Like, are y'all going to at least change all the sexy lyrics? Bitch, sexy little ho. I love the way you vote. I love the way you vote. Let her come, nigga, come playing that Battle. <laughs> <laughs> oh baby oh baby i love how yeah. just ratchet we are as a city it really absolutely warms my heart we're it ratchet in the it, we're ratchet in the best, best kind of way it's like you know it's just the duality that that's, yeah. that's the that's the word it's like yes you know is atlanta like you know the heart of the civil rights movement absolutely indeed you know uh uh uh, you know the center of black excellence some would say absolutely would say. absolutely but also, we also <laughs> we carry on like that too we also had to place metal detectors in Linux small but you know neither here nor there because your friends won't leave their guns at home and they won't and those people sh- are not from atlanta by the way so let's clear the air there a lot of those, I mean, me a lot of those something. people do carry guns that are from Atlanta, let me, let me but we're not out here pulling. What did uh, Touche say about them folks at Republic at the club? He said, y'all need to take y'all country asses home because we like to just drink our drink, eat our food, and do our carrying on. Y'all like to come here and act like country ass folks that ain't ever been nowhere. As somebody who used to work at Linux, it definitely is some Atlanta. It's it's some of these folks are Atlanta folks, and I'm just like, yeah, y'all just need to stop bringing your guns to the mall, and y'all need to stop bringing your guns into the parking lot too, because that'd be the problem. The pocket, I'm like, are y'all gonna put metal detectors in the parking lot too? Because that's really where the shit go down. It goes down in a lot. I saw somebody get stabbed in the Linux parking lot in 2017, child. Oh my goodness, Lord! That's what I'm saying. Linux been crazy. You know, everybody just just getting down to it because it was a lot of cover ups, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, white people have lost their minds. Hopefully, they'll find it. Um, what else, girl? That's it. Uh, I what got else, pressed, girl? But I do want to bring my next topic up um, for the next show. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Black business of the week. Yes, um, what's your black business? So I got some jewelry. I had bought myself some jewelry for Christmas. Nice. Um, and so you know, I got this this real nice ring that I've been fiddling with because I'm not used to wearing rings, but I'm trying to wear rings. I really like how they look on my hand. I got this other little ring right here. I got mm-hmm. one of these little chains, you know, and it all came um from a website now. I don't, you know, everybody like to take the vowels out of words, and I can't pronounce your business. Okay, but um, 
Oh, Junction. Junction by Janelle, Janelle Chavez. Um, and it's like, she's an artist and stuff. Her pieces are really dope. And she just has a wide variety of things on the website. She has accessories. She has her actual art. She has like resin stuff, so like coasters and whatnot. She sells tea. Like it's a lot of stuff. It, it just gives very self-care. I love the whole vibe of it. Love it. it. Um, but yeah, definitely check her out. The website is jnct.co. Um, of course, we'll link everything in the description box so you could go and you know purchase your sign you know get you some gold get you some stationery get you you know some stuff for your home you know real cute so awesome shout out to the black businesses i do not have one this week but i'll definitely have one for you next week thank y'all always for tuning in i know we've been gone for a little bit but we do appreciate you being here as always you can hit us up at girlfriends pod on social media instagram and twitter like us on facebook at girlfriends podcast and um hit us up on the email girlfriends podcast at gmail.com or go to our website at girlfriends.com follow us individually uh, I'm at E told you so that's E-T-O-L-D-Y-O-U <laughs> so um and where can they find you they can find me at Sammy approved S-A-M-M-Y approved like the stamp because we stamped that and you already know we stamping girlfriends alright we'll see y'all later we'll talk <laughs> to y'all later um y'all get y'all lives in order because my birthday is next week okay bye have a day <laughs> bye mm-hmm.